Welcome to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your host and DM, Michael DeLeon. Man, it feels really good to say that again. It's been quite a while. Joining me today at the table, we have the champion Mirthal, played by Ernie. One for one, everyone. We have Darnum, played by the one, the only, Vash. Hello, everybody. It's great to be back. We have Udil, played by Ash. Hey, what's up? And last but not least, we have JB. He's playing someone. Uh, that will be revealed later on. But without further delay, let's just hop right back into it. So, last time on Eternal Champions, you gentlemen, along with several other members of your party, had journeyed to Lorehold 1890 in pursuit of the Orb of Memnum Bato, also known as the King in Crimson, after he had been unwittingly summoned by one of your compatriots, known as Valak, into the world. Afterwards, you managed to retrieve the orb, return it to Zizix, and as promised, dealt a swift and mighty blow to the forces of Calgrim's army, taking away what could be up to about two-thirds of his standing army. Afterwards, you all returned upon the fly-by-night to the city of Kingsport, where you all departed and engaged in various different adventures on your own. Week went by, doing what you had to do, and then you were all summoned back to a ship referred to as the Blue Mask, owned by a Captain Darnum Han, and that is where we will pick up. Table is yours, gentlemen. So I guess if you, if whoever's whoever is there, you'll see you'll see Darnum just kind of looking off in the distance at, some, at something, sitting on sitting on the balcony that's on the outside of the ship, just kind of looking over. I believe someone was. They, I don't know if they're still on the, in the process of, of working on the out, outer portion of the outer. I'm blanking on the words now. On the hull oh, of the ship. There we go. That's what I wanted. Hull. Yes, your ship. Your <laughs> ship has been reinforced with etheric plating on the hull. So perfect. So I just look around and see if anyone else noticed what I was noticed what I had seen. Darnum, what was that? I. I was on the other realm and I saw and heard it. So you heard you. So you heard Ankar as well. Yes. Uh, now, DM, remind uh, remind uh, remind Bashan, the player, what was in that direction from where he could see. So it was from where you are, from where your ship is moored. I should say, it was north of where your ship is, and you know that area to be what was referred to as the city of Hope's Point Bay. But you do know that a tragedy befell that city. Uh, what you saw was a basically a towering burst of etheric energy right. propelled into the sky followed by also Ankar's um, voice and him saying that uh, he could have done so much more. Exactly. That's... Now, now, Mirthal, I don't... Like, he's leaning over the rail to talk to you. I don't know if you're seeing what, I, what you saw, what I saw, but that's coming from what I imagine what, what, what was left of Hope's Point Bay. But that... That... Doesn't quite make sense, right? Not yet. What hell, man? Enough. Yep. Yeah. All right, come on up. All right, come on up. Yep. Yeah, let's get up here. Come on. Up, 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 up. And I realize I, I haven't quite figured out a way to make sure that people can just find a way on on, on the way board, like normal <laughs> people, not like the sneaking with all the, like I, I used to do. As Mirthal boards the blue mask. <laughs> You hear in the distance what sounds like a familiar voice shouting for you to wait, and it is the friendly voice of Udil and 
your not rockborn, but almost rockborn looking compatriot, Valak. Huh? Hey, hey, wait up. Hey, what's up, guys? It's been a while. Hey. Hey. I haven't seen you since I left Mar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we went on some adventures, me and uh, Valak. Yes, the adventures are very fun. Uh, Darnum, definitely yes. would be interested in adventures, but nonetheless, we going on ship. Uh, yes, of course. Right. <clears throat> oh, by the way, before I forget to mention that, I'm gonna forget. Marathon is completely different now. He's wrought in a completely different armor set. Ooh. It's all crimson red, made out of the same kind of material that the Great Earth armors. But you notice that it has some fight essence to it. And he now has a helm that kind of looks like a wolf with multiple eyes. Mm. Like maybe about two to three rolls of eyes. Oh. That's what you know for now, but before I forget to mention it again. <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess I should describe how Darnum looks now, too. Think. Yes. <clears throat> like a Sky Captain's uniform. Like, think, like, think the straight up Jude Law and Sky Captain, but with like the, like the captain's hat. Nice. How about you, Udil? Any new changes to your character's appearance since you were last together, or still the same? Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I grew like a uh, a beard, nice like big, you know, scruffy beard. Nice bushy beard. Bushy beard, yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Valak? Valak got bigger. His muscles are a lot bigger. His body's a lot bigger now. That's just, and he looks like more like he's kind of dirty because he just came from, um, oh, you know, Mike. Dealing with your stuff, adventure, my adventure. Yes. So he's kind of rough and dirty <laughs> and stuff, but he's much bigger in um, his physique. His muscles are a lot bigger. He's actually a little bit taller now. And question: Are you wielding a certain item right now? By the way, Mr. Valak. Uh, yes. He's holding on his back. Okay. Um, Mirthal, what's yeah. your passive perception? My passive perception is fifteen. With your experience for what you did during your time alone with the breaker, you recognize the material that the thing on his back, which is a great sword, is made out of. It is lovium. Huh. Have you mentioned Mavino Malik? Ah. Uh, yes. Um, John does a double take. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you haven't been yet, Narnum. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Mirthal, you must know that. You you got a sharp eye. You also might be muscle smart, like Darnum. But, you know, not as good uh, as me. That I have no doubt. But, um... It's not many slam that feet. Let's just say we'd be able to deal with Calgram now. Easier. All right. Well, well, let's get let's get aboard. I can we can start getting set sail. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna ask the captain if he needs some some muscle. Okay, go ahead. 
I will. And you see, you see Darren just, you see Darren just looking at you, like, yeah. Vishon, will you say? It? <laughs> he doesn't know. Look at me. <laughs> Malik, Malik, look at me. Look at me. Yes, Darnum, what's up? I'm the captain. <laughs> you see, Malik has the old face. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you captain. He slaps Darnum right in the back. It's good to hear. Yeah, so there's a whole very long very confusing story about how this happened, but oh. long story short, that, that's right! Valak, look, I, I feel like we're going to do the, the Aaron Sorkin, we're going to walk and talk as we get on, on the ship to save some time. So, Valak, mm-hmm. uh, I heard I heard tell you did some you did some work for a, a taxidermist here in the city, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, turns out that guy was uh, working working uh, for Dr. Xander Narod. He was... Uh, Hoping to uh, import some rather um, deadly. It's kind of hard to describe what they are, but uh. That guy was working for Buddhist doctor now, Doctor Xander. Um, well, he was going by going by an alias, but I remember the name Doctor Xanderod from something that Mirthal told me when we first met. And and then realizing that this guy may also be in league with Calgrim? Question mark. Oh motherfucker! Let's yeah. Get back. <clears throat> I'm gonna punch him in his throat. Oh no, he's he he he's gone. He escaped. You let him escape? Well, I didn't let him escape so much as he uh, didn't die when I tried to kill him. You know why? Because you didn't have Valak there. Valak would have done him one shot. You know Funny enough, that's, you're probably right. <laughs> but yeah, I'll rip his. Oh, he doesn't really have arms in the normal. He's like goo. Did that make sense? I'll light him on fire. Yeah, that works. That can work. <laughs> but uh, he had some, like a whole, like whole uh, menagerie of just horrible-looking creatures that he was going to like, either give the Zayn and the Rod to help bolster Calgum's army, or maybe use for his own ends. But either way, we I put a stop to that. And oh. in exchange, I I kind of kept and I dismissed the ship. I kept the ship. Oh, I had no idea. Me was about to go back to Lorehold to get him some creatures, too. Uh oh, no. I'm glad I. Oh! So, well, glad you did that, because, you know, I would have had maybe like two baby Valaks. Baby Valaks still here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, knowing knowing this tactic, he might have taken baby Valak for his own evil purposes. No, 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 no. I would have killed him right then and there. No remorse. Oh, no, no. There, yeah. there won't be any remorse. And you just hear baby Valak, no remorse. See? Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> but, uh, well, we can. I can lead you aboard, and you guys can uh, All right. uh, get comfortable. I'll Let's introduce go. you to the rest of the crew as you, as you find them. Yep, I'll check the stowaways and throw them off. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no, no, no. There. And he left. Oh no! Wait, no, stop! Wait. Does Darnum chase after Valak? Like which way? Which way? Which way did Valak go? On the boat. That's... Where on the boat though? Like below deck or? Below deck. That's usually, that's okay. usually that was his past job. That's what he used yeah. to do. Wait, 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 wait! You don't have to do that. 
No, no, it's okay. Don't you don't gotta charge me. We're friends. I do. No, that's that's not what I mean. I mean, everyone on the boat is already is already a part of the crew. This, if they aren't a Kiasi or you see his eyes squinted, and he's shuffling his beard. Sus, for now. <laughs> but yeah. I could leave, like, we can go to the bar and I can introduce everybody while, while I get everything set up to, to take off. Yeah, let's let's do that. But me casually check later for research. Sto I mean, sto research stowaways, yes. I'm going to make a metal note to lock my quarters just to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I brought you a present. Oh. Yeah, I hand you a parcel. Say a bar of soap. A parcel. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. I was like, are you saying they smell? No, I heard <laughs> it. And I was like, Wait a second. Darn, you stink. Is that is this that type of sky shift? No. Because yeah. I'm getting all sent. <laughs> Look, if you want to be a part of the crew, you need the bait. <laughs> I'm not saying every day, just once. No dice. So, just in case no minutes have, what you see inside the parcel is two senses, uh, basically fist weapons that look like maws of this very hungry, devouring creature. They call it the Maws of the Ravenous. Oh. It's made of gnomium as well. And it's, uh, I modeled it after their fighting style, so enjoy. If you know me, 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 I make the item there. No. Oh, thank you. The name of it is Ashley right there in the chat. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm straight up God of War in this right now. All, with all these weapons I can equip. <laughs> now, what's the name of it again? I'm sorry? It's in the chat. Maul's at the Ravenous. Oh, it's in the chat? Durr. You just It's like you just said it like two seconds ago. <laughs> uh, I also have one more item. To give to the group, but I need the proper name for Mike. DM. It is straight up black tar here. I do not fucking done. The mirror. The mirror. The mirror. I can't remember the proper name. Um. The rest is uh. The rest is mirror shield. I can't remember oh, what you're saying. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the uh, grave ward. Rainboard. There we go. Yes. And I present to you the rainboard. And what are we looking at, DM? Uh, you are looking at a shield completely it's alabaster in appearance. And when whatever little light hits it, it shines it off. You know this from your research as the shield that was once belonging to the now deceased champion as Brovar Ashhelm. She was one of the champions that defeated Calgrim during his attempt at initiating the Grand Concomitants. And you see Darn's eyes kind of wide, like, where did you find this? I didn't. Our friend here in the Brainerd did. Well, if you want to be technical, my buddy Crixus found it. True. All right. Well, while we're here, I should introduce you to the first mate of the Blue Mask. And I'll just, like, look, I'll just call for, I'll just call for Sanfer. You see, 
you hear what sounds like a ruckus coming from below the deck, and you just see one of your deckhands get thrown up a flight of stairs, and she comes up, dusting her hands, wiping away a, a speck of blood from her, the corner of her mouth. Yeah, Cap? What do you need? All right, well, here's the, uh, here's my, these are my friends that I was, t like, as I look over to the crumpled body that laid it up, that laid it upstairs somehow, um, <laughs> these are, these are the friends that I, I told you that, that we, that we, they were meeting up with us before we, um, <sighs> what, why? <laughs> she spits in her hand, extends it outward, son purr. Champion of Gracchus. Nice to meet you. And she winks at you, Mirthal. Mirthal. Champion Terracol. The pleasure is all mine. And uh, who are these two? And she nods ahead to Udil and Valak. Oh, hey, me, Valak. Master of Champions. Also other weird titles I like to give myself. Hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm old deal friends of theirs. Cause you're meeting y'all. Wait, you said champion Gracchus, right? Former champion of Gracchus, retired champion of Gracchus. It really depends on the day of the week. I'm really feeling. Ah, Gracchus, he cool fellow. Yeah, he 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 was. Haven't spoken to him in quite a while. Really? I thought I spoke to him last week. Or maybe. Ed, well, I guess he must like you a lot. Yeah, he shows her the Devastator of Son. Oh, that's my hammer. You better take good care of that. If something happens to it, I'm going to kill you. In your sleep. In the most painful way possible. Hey, excuse me, what's your name? Son Purr. I, I like you now. Sassy, I like you. <laughs> well, make sure you take care of that Devastator of Son. Oh, I do. Hence, I do. Hence, hence why it's called Devastator Song, because, you know, I devastated a lot of things with it. So. Oh, I have. I, I've bashed things in head with it. A few creatures from Lorehold and then Bevelo, something like that. You know, bashed their heads with it. She nods her head at you, and then looks immediately straight towards Zarnum. So when are we taking off, Cap? And where we'll be, are we going? We'll be taking off well, momentarily. I say, get a, I say, let's get ready. Uh, we're heading toward Hope's Point Bay. Well, what's uh, left of Hope's Point Bay? How far is Hope's Point Bay from here? Is that a question to the DM or a question to them? Uh, both in technicality. I'll, I'll let the... If anyone has the answer to that, I'll let you guys speak. Otherwise, I'll step in. It will take this... It will take insert period of time here. <laughs> it will take <laughs> two hours to arrive. No, uh, yeah, so it'll take about two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... All, right. All right, so make yourself comfortable at the bar. Um, I have plenty of mugs. Not much in the way of boot. Wait, wait, I fully stocked up, right? Yes, you have a fully stocked member. When you took this ship, you made good with the gentleman who was a Kiasi, who basically fitted your ship with the etheric plates, as well as designed the mat, like the sail for your mast as well. Which serves more as like just like a, a like a like a a label as opposed to actual proper function because skyships fly on a different way. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot to describe with the with the with the actual flat. With the, I, I feel like I'll wait till we say sail before I describe it though. Okay. And yeah, so your ship is fully stocked with everything. All right, perfect. So we're fully stocked. Since since you since I know all of you, 
I'm going to trust that you will you won't abuse the you'll abuse the amount of alcohol I have. Now I just look up, I look over to each of you and I like drink all of it in one shot. Like what's the number? Like you, you see all the bottles there. Like yeah. at least leave at least leave some of them for me by the time we we get back. Okay. Well, me go below deck to uh, you know, chit chat. <laughs> you don't gotta pay All me. Right. I said I do it free. You good friend. I <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank thank you. And I'll just head over to the bridge so I can get us going. And that you do. Uh, so it's going to take about two hours to arrive at Homeswine Bay. We'll start with Mirthal. What are you doing in the meantime? Uh, in the meantime, I'm just basically starting up, like checking inventory, making sure I have everything I need, making sure I'm all prepped, and also trying to get the Beyond to load up my character sheet. Uh, um, nice. It crashed for no reason. Well, thanks to DD Beyond, getting back on getting back on the website is, is a breeze. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> well, um, as that happens, Miracle is wow. This is really touching heart. Um, let me just open up my phone. That so on that note, Miracle is just making sure everything's all ready. Making sure he's all prepped. And he's talking to the breaker slash Aster about uh, essentially make sure he knows as much as he already learned as well as he can. Uh, in regards to what your abilities or what my abilities and more on basically the path of the breaker. Uh, he quickly informs you that well, you would notice too, just that. To go further with your abilities, you would need him to accompany you to a ruinous power, because each of your abilities is tied towards a ruinous power. Yeah. Okay. And I just make sure I have the boot rash or everything, because we're probably going to need it when we're headed. So. Mm -hmm. uh, next, we have Darnum. What are you doing uh, in this meantime? Just cap, you know, piloting the ship, or are you speaking with anyone in particular? Is there at any point is there anything that I need to like focus on while I'm piloting, or is it just I, I you set course? You basically or... set course. You have a navigator. You have your first mate, Son Per, who's you know can take over the wheel for you if need be. So you can basically do whatever you have to do. All right. So I'll head like I'll just I guess while I have a moment because I know it's not going to be that long. Just run to my quarters, make sure all my gear is there, make sure that the uh, the parcel that I that I have. Not the one that um, Mirthal just gave me, but um, but the uh, the one with the particular with the particular artifact that I have is yes. it's well secured in my possession. Uh, are you keeping it on you, your persons, or are you hiding it within your quarters? I feel like I'll keep it on my person. I'll put it within the bag of holding. Make sure it's the same the same wrapping to make sure I don't touch it directly. Bag of holding on the off like this is again like you know break break um, what's the I'm, I am just blanking all my phrases. In case of emergency, break glass. It'll be one yep. of those situations. Um, give me a D one hundred roll. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's been a while since I had one of these. Uh, I don't know if this is good or not. Fifty eight. Okay. You hear dissonant whispers. You can't quite make out what they are, but you definitely know where they're coming from. 
I'll just do the thing. I'll do, I'll do the I'll, I'll do the horror movie sound. I'm, I'm holding the parcel in my hand. The whispers are coming until it goes into the bag and I shut it and, and I imagine the voice is now. Yep, they mute. Just shake that off and just return, return to the bridge and check in everyone as if everything is normal. Okay. Udil, we will be moving on to you. What is it that you would like to do in this time, if anything? Um, I'll be um in my room just uh sh- like cleaning up my jewelry and my weapons and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just All hanging right. back, Joan. Okay, sounds good. Um, Valak, how about you? What are you doing in this time? Valak is downstairs looking for people that are uh, <laughs> sus. <laughs> Give me an investigation. Bro. Hey, look at you. You look nosy. What are you doing? With advantage, by the way. Ooh. No way. That's my first natural 20. Uh, oh. You don't need natural 20s. <laughs> I told you, I get them on, like, non-combative prep. <laughs> or when we're trying to fight you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he has a 20, natural 20. You don't find anyone that is suspicious. Everyone, like like Captain Darnam Han had stated, anyone who's here is meant to be here, whether they are crew or passenger. He runs a tight ship. Okay, okay, good, good. No suspicious people. I report back to Darnie now. <laughs> he goes back up. <laughs> and you head back up. Uh, are you looking to engage in a conversation with Darnum or just head back up to find Darnum? I head back up to find him. Okay. So you head back to Darnum, and the rest of the trip is smooth sailing. You arrive at the outskirts of Hope's Point Bay. Your ship brought to a sudden stop at the site of what looks like a dozen other skyships. Darnum, you recognize these skyships as militaristic skyships. These are basically skyships meant to take down other skyships should they violate certain airspaces for areas. Um, these you recognize immediately by the sails and the masts as Kiasi skyships. Oh, um, <clears throat> so I would and, say... Oh, go ahead. Oh, and where Hope's Point Bay should be is a massive crater that basically encompasses the entire circumference of the what was once the town of Hope's Point Bay. Holy shit. Now, DM, from what the world at large knew of what happened to Hope's Point Bay, was it was it the aftermath just the crater or was it like was it like um... So, you give me a, actually you know what? We'll be introducing a unique um, mechanic. Give me a D100 roll. This will be called a remembrance roll. Or you can do a history roll. One of the two. Uh, remembrance roll, depending on how high you score on the D100, will be what you recall. You'll always recall something, but just the amount will be different. Uh, history roll is basically, if you don't meet the score, you don't remember anything. I'll let you choose which one. I'll, I'll give them I'll give them a remembrance to try. Let's get this new mechanic out of the gun. And yes, Ash, it, it is. It was, I should say. Okay. We're doing it for the content, people. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a fifty-two. So fifty-two. The worst. Number. Okay. Um, no, it's it's not bad. You so, recall, and it's a little bit scattered your memory because most of the time when you talk spoke about Hope's Point Bay, it was with Ankar, and it was always after copious amounts of liquor, after a night of like watching a brawl at Hope in Kingsport. Or just hanging out one of the days, just you and him. You remember bits and pieces, and 
we basically got a gist of was that something terrible happened, and it wasn't left as a crater. It was actually the city encased in what was refined Aetherium. Not raw Aetherium, but refined Aetherium, which is what was very unique. And that the Kiasi had a very vested interest in the fact that this whole city was basically preserved in refined Aetherium. Because no one had ever seen anything like that before. But now you don't even see that. You see just a crater. Yeah. Last I checked, this was all. This is all just all just a snow, like a pretty much a snow globe of, of Ethereum. But now there's, well, this. Oh, pretty. Oh, deal. Remember, we here yesterday, right? Always yesterday. Wait, what? A couple days ago. Oh. Yeah. Again, double take. What? Yeah. What were you doing here? That crater, mainly me. And he waves um, over to Kiasi. He yells at them. Uh, you, you are. You don't see any Kiasi. You just see the ships in the distance. Oh, okay. I thought there was uh, yeah. Kiasi no. there. You're not on the ground. You're still on the ship. You're still on Darnum's ship. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So me help them. They need the help. God dug all that up for them. Uh, that it. The, this you did not dig this all up. This was. This is the entire city is a massive. Crater. Oh well, that one I did remember. You just did a little bit. Yeah. The what looks like here something happened. Would it? Would, would, would it would... oh. Repeat that, Mirthal or Ernie? Any sign of Encar by any chance? Not that you can tell right now. Okay. I'll look for like I'll say is is Goldtongue anywhere nearby? He's on the ship. He remember he he decided to join your crew. Yeah, no, I mean like in the immediate area where we're all. Uh, no, you don't see him, but you can send for him if you'd like. Yeah, I'll just I want to make sure I can send word, let him know that uh, there may be the possibility of company from the from the from the other Kiasi nearby. Yeah, just if you want, if he needs, he wants to stay out of sight for Simon Ungrata, that's fine. Uh, you find you wind up sending Son Per to get him. She returns with him in tow. Oh well, isn't this absolutely fucking terrible? From the looks of it, there, there's no one around, but there, well, which means they haven't. But considering the ships are still, still uh, more, they haven't left. What uh, the crater does give me pause. Yeah. Um. Slow down the ship, if anything, as you accelerate towards them. Do not give any sort of excuse for them to take you out of the skies. I would very much like not to die right now, and uh, they would not hesitate to shoot you if they view you as a threat. Well, I'm. Well, you know me well enough to. No, wait, you don't. Never mind. Um, I'll, I'll forget that part. So yes, I will take your words under advisement. Because you, you see, Donald was attempting to make a joke, and he realized, oh no, in the in the in the long term, we've only known each other for about four days. Yeah, just about. <laughs> so um, all right. If there's a way. If, if you wish, drop us off. You can drop us off and then just take to the skies and just uh, stick to the clouds until we send word otherwise. All right, I'll. Uh, you want your first mate to take care of it or me or who? You can let them let Son Per know. I think the rest of us will get. Like, we're already ready. We just got to make sure we're ready to touch ground as, as quickly as possible. If there's any. Wait, do you know if there's any flare guns around? Those worked really well for us last time. It's it's your ship. You, you should probably know if you uh, bought some flare guns. And yes, you do have emergency supplies, which does consist of a series of flare guns as well. All right, I'll grab. I'll just 
I'll go to the emergency supplies and just to make the visual, I'll go over it and look at all the emergency supplies you could possibly need, first aid kits and all that stuff. But since I already got that, I just grab all the clothes and take them with me. Okay. So how far do you want to moor the ship in the air? How far, or do you want it to just leave after you depart to come back once it sees the flares? What exactly would you like? Yeah, that's that's that was more my that was more my meaning. Just you take off, get 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 some cloud cover going. If you have to legit flip, like leave, get like take a take a you know take a take a powder. Okay. Feel free. Um, let me just pull up the beautiful map Ooh. of the new map of Gloria, which all of you have. Uh, yes. So where you guys are. Um, it's a bit, it's very heavily forested. So do you want them to drop you off in that forest area or on the coast? Hmm. Where, wait, where are the, where are the ship, where are the military ships, uh, moored? They are moored. They're actually floating in the sky, just outside the perimeter of the city from what you can Oh, tell. I thought they were on the beach. Okay. No, so they, they're moored in the sky, uh, sky ships. So do, yeah, makes, yeah, makes sense. Well, we'll set the beachhead. Nothing bad has ever happened to people who land on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um so uh you're gonna want you want your skyship to drop you want the blue mask rather i should say to drop you off at the the beach yes okay. again i i can't i never this enough i've only been a captain for about a day <laughs> yep <laughs> so they drop you off and as soon as the last person of your party leaves the ship the ship lifts up and disappears into the limited cloud coverage there is there are occasional moments where you darnum can see your ship but right. for the most part it's concealed perfect perfect and i'll just hand out the flare guns to each of us to make sure we all have one okay so it so far mirthal has the breaker with him darnum did you bring anyone from your ship with you or did you leave son per behind no i think i'd leave son per behind in case okay worst comes to worst she can at least get us get the ship out of here and Udil and Valak did not have any companions with them, so they just go down themselves. You are on the coast. You notice that from where you landed and where the where the ships are currently moored, you have about maybe like a couple mile trek through either forest or you can hug the coast and hope that one of the ships don't see you to get anywhere close to what was once the coastal city of Hope's Point Bay or town of Hope's Point Bay. Hmm. Why we go through forest? Well, considering and uh, considering the 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 Kiasi are up there. Oh, oh they, yeah, they, they don't. They Valak's friends. Don't worry. They Valak's friends. Yeah, they're your friends. Mine and I, the others, maybe not so much. I don't worry. I, I tell you about them. Oh, reminds me. We oh we oh deal. Remember that circus? We were here, oh, we were here a couple the, days ago. Yeah, the the one that you 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 were crazy. You were talking to a piece of paper. Oh my god. Okay. Darna, and he brings out the piece of paper and shows him. Okay. What does it say on the paper? Darna, look. Mhm. Mm what do you see? And I'll just look into the paper. You see a poster that says M. Bakino's Menagerie. Was it uh, Menagerie? Of wilderment and bemusement. This paper so, talked to me. I swear, no drunk, no uh, drunk. So, so apparently, Darnum, he said that um, a, a guy was telling him to go inside the paper and join the show. I, I looked at it. I even tried stepping on it, and there's nothing. Do I see anything 
Uh, do you know about the paper? Give me an investigation roll. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh Jesus, I'm gonna fall into this. <laughs> <laughs> now it's now it's cocked on a fourteen, but I'm gonna roll it again because that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's better. It's it's a five plus three, which is eight. <laughs> This is certainly paper. It, it's certainly paper. Yeah. Uh, it's old and it's seen better days, but it's certainly paper. It looks like an advertisement for, you know, you've seen this before being someone who's fought in fighting circles, right? Right. You've seen this type of advertisement before, but only in this case, it's for some sort of strange thing called the menagerie of wilderment and bemusement. You know what? I'll roll an investigation. Why not? Okay. I'm gonna see if uh, Valak is crazy again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what role am I doing again? I'm sorry. Investigation. Oh, investigation. investigation. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Again with Darnum, and like you've looked at it before, this is just an advertisement for some sort of show of some kind that was once passing through, possibly. Uh, listen, I swear, me, Udil, two days ago, this paper flew out of nowhere. Weird. And I said, circus fun, right? Why not? Couldn't find it. I, he called me crazy. I said, paper, talk to me. He looks at the paper. I swear to God, you better say something. <laughs> you need oh. intimidation roll? <laughs> Wait, am I, am I going to be abducted by this paper? Am I going to be abducted by this paper because Valak scared it? <laughs> It's the reverse okay. of it's the reverse of the King and Crimson. No, I heard you. I mean, you you can intimidate by like trying to nineteen plus one, so twenty. What? No. Yeah, dirty twenty. You don't know whether it actually happened or not, or whether it's just in your head because you're Valak, but you think you've intimidated this piece of paper if it would be intimidated. <laughs> You like I know we're all—I know we're all practically demigods at this point, but this is the most ridiculous thing that's happened so far. Hey, Valak. Yes. Why don't you try to like crumble it up in a bowl or like rip it a bit? Oh, I, wait, 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 wait! And I, I'll know. just hand the paper back to Valak first, and then like step off to the side a bit. Oh. <laughs> Show him who's boss, Valak. All right, watch this. Hold on. Valak place on the floor. He stomps on it. Okay, yeah. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh Jesus! Oh, I I I, I may have triggered something. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Turns out you needed fear to activate its effects. Um, a ten total. Oh, you failed. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay, you're lucky. It's only 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 one six. Um, what? Six, what? Seven. That's too uh, many sixes. <laughs> Eleven. 12, is that Rosemary's baby in the distance? 16, 19. You take 19 points of psychic damage as you step onto this thing. As your boot heel hits this paper, you feel as if someone literally stepped on the back of your neck. I, I, I had a question. This is to the DM. I may or may not be able to answer. Go ahead. Um, during the other stuff, um, I could have sworn when... Well, there was a part where I like jumped and stepped on. I don't think that happened to me, but unless it's different, but 
you you succeeded in your role. Remember? You, oh remember yeah, I made yeah, you that's, do a right, role, that's right. That's and right. And you succeeded. Yes. So. That's right. Okay. That's right. Oh, so I'm not giving away without giving away too much. Uh, 19. Yeah, well, without without giving away. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen points of psychic damage. Okay. So when that hey, happened, I only recommended it. You actually did it. So when <laughs> Bally did that, he got yeah. real mad and just swung behind him. Because he obviously got hit in the back, right? Is anyone standing behind Valak, like within like arms distance? I like hope not. Five feet. I, I only said I, I, I like, on the side of him, but like four. Yeah, I said I only I only took I took a couple of steps off to the side. I didn't translate okay. to the feet. <clears throat> okay, he swings, Valak. You swing and you just catch nothing but air. You guys saw that motherfucker. Um, oh, yeah, you sure showed that. You sure showed them. Yeah. And I just, just kind of like trepidatiously lean down to pick up the paper. You guys didn't. You guys didn't do that. Dude, I just took psychic damage. What? Well, you don't know what it's psychic damage. You just uh, felt like okay. a searing yes, pain I, in your brain. I felt like pain in brain just now. I told you there's something wrong with this paper. All I want to do is go I, I, to I circus. I, I don't believe you. I might do something stupid. I'm gonna light this bitch on fire. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe Wait. if you want, I can check it out back on the ship when you know you can see what's really yeah, going on with this. Yeah. When we're not trying to find out what happened to a, a whole city. I just want to go to circus. And Bakino, it's like a funny guy. He ain't funny now. I ain't laughing. <laughs> the, the, now, DM, does does the name and Bakino like ring any bells? Aside from just a. Uh, no, unfortunately, you never came across an individual in your research as M. Bakino. Mm. Turns out it's the one thing I should have looked up. <laughs> I know you're trying to find out about Calgrim and, and, and his, his armies and, Listen, all I and know his powers and whatnot, but uh, right maybe now, you need to really admit that. That's all I know. Oh, we don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Hey, the more the merrier. Look, I can't go full jumper, can I? So yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll fold up fold up the paper and, and then put it in my, and put it in my, in my jacket pocket if anything. You're Just... folding the paper. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Oh god, I said it. Yes. I need you to Damn make it. a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Oh, why'd I do that? <laughs> oh man. It was a simple. It was a. It was a simple. It was a simple bifold. He's a monk. He should be fine. Oh wait, wisdom you said, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is this is this a magical effect? No, it's not a magical effect. Damn it! So eighteen total. You're fine. You just you fold the paper and you put it away in your pocket. <laughs> like you just like if this is the movie playing, you hear like the music from the music from the Omen starts playing, blaring as I fold it, and then just put it away and nothing happens. Yep. Valak says to Darnum, Darnum, you be careful. Valak leans down to his pocket. You better not do anything, you stupid paper. This ain't funny. <laughs> now I gotta take a me damn potion. <laughs> I roll for Okay. <laughs> okay. Is... What, what type of potion are you drinking? A medium one. I, I forgot. Well, medium potion. <laughs> greater healing. Go ahead. Do your greater right. healing. What is it, 44? Yeah, 44 plus 4. So then, okay. Eight, nine, thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. That See, I told you. I don't know what happened. I'm not crazy. Anyway, 
someone here might know about circus, but anyway. Oh, oh deal. Where's Ankar? Wasn't he just here? Who deal? So my Ankar? Yeah. I I haven't seen Ankar in a while. I mean, you aren't even. You guys are still probably about a mile out from the city. I'm assuming you guys were walking and talking at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well I guess in response to um, Valak, I meant like I haven't seen him in a while since like I've actually seen him, you know, like, like, yeah. you know, a while ago. Uh, okay. Uh, Maybe yeah, no. in city then. I mean, you want me up Alanos there? Well, consider, uh, considering it's a crater, you could bounce, you could bounce to where it should be, and you might just end up falling. Who knows how far? Something new. It might be safer just to approach on foot, and I would say if worse comes worse, you can bound his back. Alright. Okay, so you guys are proceeding by foot? Proceeding by foot. Yep. Okay. You continue to proceed by foot. I need you all to make uh, nature rolls. Nature or survival, sir? Oh, survival. Thank you. Survival. That's the one. Okay. Uh, 13 plus... Oh. Natural 20, so 25. 30, 20. For nature. Oh, boy. That's great. Oh, survival. So that's, uh... Survival, Darnum. Survival. Oh, survival. That's somehow worse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> seven. Okay. Uh, and what about you, Udil? Uh, 17. And what about you, Valak? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, natural. You guys traverse through this forest, and as you do so, Mirthal, you notice, as you're passing by, you, you swear you could have seen something shift. And as you look over your shoulder, where you could have swore you saw a tree, there's no longer a tree. Uh, everybody be on your guard, the trees are moving. No, I haven't been drinking. Ah, uh -huh. so you not now you want me to believe that, huh? I summoned the new main the realm slayer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You summon it? If, are you doing it by all means? Are you doing full activation or just like Yeah, goddamn right. So he summons the blade and you recognize it as Bane of the Realm Slayer from the previous encounters, but now there's this strange and Valak, you recognize the motif as being a Bevelovian in nature with a series of eyes and lapping lips uh, basically opening uh, and closing on the blade. Dude, God, he's got soul edge. <laughs> oh, Mirthal, that's nice sword. I like it. The Thank fuck you, is everybody been up to? <laughs> I know I'm Bevelo, man. It's a I... good time. Horrifying, but good time. <laughs> um, I, I went on trip. Baby Val's home. Uh, good experience. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely unique. It's insane to me. Oh, see, and I... uh, I'm on my guard, paying careful attention to the train try make our way through the forest and where we're supposed to go. Now, the question is are you gentlemen hurrying your pace after this, or are you taking your time? I'm moving slightly faster than we were before. So me and cautious, okay. but I'm not 
trotting around, if that makes sense. I feel like we're I feel like we're on our guard at this point. Okay. Um, I need you all to make perception rolls while you're traversing with advantage, since you are keeping an eye out for everything. Cool. That was a journey that went on. I'm getting some rules tonight. There we go. All right. Nine. Thirteen for me. Uh, nineteen. What about you, Udil? Eighteen. Okay. For those that rolled a natural twenty, you see, and it confirms what Mirthal had stated: the trees are moving. They literally uproot themselves, skitter across the floor, the forest floor bed, and then plant themselves back down. Okay, Mirthal, not drunk. Be on guard. So. So, this is, uh, I, I mean, I know as a, I, I don't know this, but, but you said is what? There was trees moving? The trees were moving. They literally uprooted themselves and then <clears throat> would skitter across the floor and then plant themselves again. Trees are moving. Looks like this person's trying to be a funny guy. I I, I I wonder if if, if if Fangorn is in there. No, I'm kidding. So done. <laughs> that tree when it was but an acorn. <laughs> oh man. Wait a minute, tree um, beard is here. Um. So what did what did you guys see? Trees are moving, uprooting. And going uh, I back think we down. should. I think we should hurry up then. All right, let's pick up. All right, let's pick up the pace. I think now. Scared of me. <laughs> I mean, unless you plan on burning this uh, this whole place down. Takes out no, devastator. Um, it's not worth it. Oh, Trusting Kings, you, they might be friendly now. Now I like that thinking. Now it, please don't. No balls. Get everyone to chat Mike, and say no balls, I'll do it right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> when we stream this eventually, yes, but for now <laughs> I would I would say if we set anything on fire that might alert the rest of the uh the rest of the sky ships to our presence. Ah, yeah, Something tells me that they may not wait to figure out Valak's down here before they try to, you know, put us down. Darn, that's why you're smart, Jesus. Yes, that's exactly why. All right, well, just in case, as me take the lead in case something happens. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So <clears throat> you traverse what remains of your journey, and you come to what looks like a. Now, where you saw a dozen skyships, you actually see several more, about another half dozen on the other side, and it makes basically a semicircle, which is what the city was facing out to the shore, <clears throat> and a series of patrols of Kiasi guards, a series of Darnum, you would know them as Gorin, um, traverse the border of what remains of Hope's Point Bay. Hmm. Huh. And how, how well, how well. How well armed do they look? Do they look like freshly, freshly can, Harrison? Or oh, have they, they been here a while? This we're talking at least probably several units of Kiasi are here, and that's just on the border, not to show what's actually potentially in the crater. Oh, I see. 
All right. How do you? Uh, how does everybody want to play this? Oh, a valid friend. Oh. See if we can get any symphony. If not, we sneak in. All right. Let me sneak. Uh, no, not right now. They're they're friends, you say, right? Yes. Let's see if you can talk a way in. Oh, that. Without fighting or killing. Oh, Loki's being an active boy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki, knows, Loki knows this is not going to go well. <laughs> and as you, so as you approach the border patrols surrounding Hope's Point Bay, that is where we will take our first break of the night. So, hopping right back into it, you approach one of the Kiasi Border Patrol, uh, known as a Govrin. Valak, you're leading it, I'm assuming? Yes. They quickly spot you. And, not weapons drawn, but ready to be drawn. They turn to you, one puts his hand out, halt. Oh. Ah, just guards. Oh, guards. Me, Valak, at your service. They look at each other, look back at you and your, your merry band of adventures. I, 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 what? Me, Valak, Kiasi friends, me fight for Kiasi against great evil. Get one head captain, stay note, Valak, master of champions. Give me a persuasion roll with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, I'm going to disadvantage my fist knife in a second. Oh, that's <laughs> not going to be a good decision. The disadvantage is, is Valak actively uh, trying to punch him as he's saying this. Uh, ten total. Ten oh. total? I mean, wait, wait, what'd you say? Yeah. Uh, persuasion. Three. I looked at the wrong thing. I looked at perception. I, oh, I, I, what's what's I your felt... persuasion at? I rolled a three. Oh, oh, so it's plus zero. Okay, I didn't know if you rolled like a negative, like a one. I almost said a negative well, one. Okay, you, you exposed my plus zero. I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know these things. Can you see how catastrophic <laughs> failure it is? They look at you. Yeah. Uh, your best bet is to turn around and go back from whence you came. This is uh, uh, Kiasi territory. Hi. Um, oh. Go ahead, Norman. Like you see. Hello. Um, the, uh, Captain Darnam Han. Uh, we just happened there was to notice the large explosion of, of, of light. We heard one of our friends might be here, so we came to investigate. Uh, just. Um, Maybe if you can help us answer some questions, that'd be great. If not, maybe you can 
direct us to someone if you can in a as direction I, that isn't in your way, maybe, as perhaps? I told your friend, you can turn back and go where from whence you came. Uh, Liam. Yes. Do I know if does he also respect champions like L and what name that gives special circumstances or not? You wouldn't know that. Okay. Well, I'm going to show my symbol. I'm a champion of Terracoma. We're all champions of one aspect or the other. One of our friends might be there, a fellow champion. May we go through, please? One moment. Sarah, go get him. You see the Kiasi that he motions to goes off. Uh, it's going to be a bit. Anything you guys want to do in the meantime or just bide your time? Uh, I'm going to investigate this gold ring that and see what's happening with like, the carry on them. Okay, so this Gorin in particular, who's accompanied by about three other Gorin, right? So there's five in the group total. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of them just went off. He's wearing what looks like very posh garb, uh, closer to what we would assume is like a Victorian-era type garb, Ooh. as well as he's armed with firearms, or what you would assume is a firearm. But there's something unique about this firearm. It has some sort of strange cylindrical device at its, where the chamber would be, and it's glowing purple. Interesting. Alright, and I'm going to wait for Oh, and the, sorry, the color of the uh, clothing is predominantly black with accents of red, gold, and white. Right. Okay. Uh, while hmm. we are still waiting... Mm -hmm. Hey, Darna, got a question. What's up? Okay. I got a cool book before we want to show you. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you know this person? Hands him the uh, book on uh, terror rocking. The quote necromancer? Yeah, sure. I have to okay. It wasn't like, yes. <laughs> necromancer? Yes. I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> you gotta you gotta remember this stuff. There's know, so much I, I have to remember. I know. I'm looking at my notes right now. <laughs> I was surprised you brought that up. Okay. Look, uh, we, gotta keep, we, we gotta keep you on your toes. Give yeah. me, give me a remembrance roll. Oh, sorry, we have this. Is it or or history? Or it's up to you. Oh, so no, I'm, saying, it... I'm saying Darnum is. Darnum oh, I'm doing it. Star. Yeah, because you're showing him the book and you asked him, "Do you know who this guy is?" Right. Oh shit, ninety-two. Oh yes, you have heard tales of Terrorogan. Um, he was a fabled necromancer that sought to achieve some sort of strange. Uh, state of apotheosis, similar to what the aspects have, but never was able to do so. He was actually a failed champion of Aresh because he abused his knowledge and powers of death that he er learned from her. She punished him um, to forever constantly be caught in a state of death and then brought back to life, like almost like um, uh, Prometheus. Oh. oh. <laughs> then 
he found a way during an, he found a way during the time of the what's referred to in Lorian history or history across the nine realms as the time of the Mad King, where death ceased to exist and a strange Mad King in purple garb basically continued the cycle of life. As soon as you died, you came back to life. Mm. But then he was eventually subdued and brought back or vanquished by a pathfinder known as Dwar. And Dwar is spelled D-U-A-R. Hmm. Okay, so like as I'm just looking through all this all this all this I think I don't know just don't know what to say it as it as you described it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to, just to make it just to make it simple. So yeah, uh, everything I said, Valak, is what Darnum recites back to you. Ah. I mean, it's, where where did you get your hands on this? Library. I try to do something more like you. We try to be smart too, you know. Come on. Now you are smart. Um. When we're done with this, we have another quest to do. Does it involve trying to find him? Maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna insight. I'm gonna insight check that. Just uh, something tells me I should look into this further. Uh, give me an insight against JB's deception. If you're e- wait, if you're even trying to hide it, JB uh, Valak, are you trying to hide it or not? Yes. Because Valak's pretty. Because Valak's always straightforward. I don't hear maybe's come out of him often. So <laughs> it'll be Darnum's decept uh, insight versus your deception, Valak. Okay. All right. So, so what you get? Natural twenty. <laughs> oh my god. god. Get out. <laughs> so when I see me here you can't you can't read the expression on his face. You can't tell whether that week away from the group changed Valak in some way, but maybe he's not being forthright. Or maybe he is, and Valak's just asking questions, and <laughs> he's trying to be more like his his buddy Darnum. Hmm. All exactly. right. See. You know what? I appreciate your candor. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll be happy to that. I'm you. I heard a friend creature from Beverly that may have went into our room. They call a throw threats. Kind of like a lamb praying looking creature. Describe what it looks like. I do my best to describe the creature from what I remember in the end. Okay. Man, falling back on the DM to do everything. Uh well, <laughs> I said it looks like a lamb praying looking creature. It's a lot you gave, you gave us a lot to look into. You know, and, give me, give me, and you left give us me, alone. Give me a remembrance roll. And depending on your score, will be how accurate your. Remember it, remember your memory of it is all right. Now it's gonna be a 58. 58. You remember it is a serpentine lamprey esque like creature, and you couldn't quite remember whether you're crossing your a Bevelovian species because you learned about a few of them mm-hmm. with one another. So, is this the like you're like, I think it's the one that has metal spines, and if you touch the spines, it basically acts as like a neurotoxin that makes you its thrall or was wait wait no was that something else but you did describe a lamprey like creature with maybe some metal spines on its back that emit some sort of neurotoxin yep one in the uh 
What did your earlier means have been able to know what like it did? So this it all might, sounds bad. It might benefit us in the future. Uh okay. As long as it's not big bird creature again. Wait, bird creature? Wait, what? What's that? Never mind. You know what? When we, when we get back, inside check. <laughs> I feel like it's, when we get back a on the ship, baby story. Yeah, this we lad from Ravnica, baby story. Okay, give yeah. me a deception roll against Ernie's insight. Or right. insight. Jeez. Now, Ernie, just be, just to be fair, you need to take this. Well, to be fair, I don't think I mean to my guy eleven. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> There's something you got to for 20, man. Yeah. I'm gonna, I got I'm gonna, I got okay. <laughs> I don't know what I don't care how far you live me. <laughs> you sense there's something not quite kosher with the words in which Valak says, never mind, and him telling you a story about how it was when he was in his upbringing. No need to lie, Valak. It's okay if you won't want to tell me just say that. Oh, me not lying. Me just, me have protect group because people in group not here make bad decisions. So Valak do things sometimes stupidly, but that's Valak's way to protect group. Well, if you tell me what then I help protect you in the future. Oh, it's, it's good. I fixed it. So we're good. <laughs> Inside chat again. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my god. Insight insight versus deception. Go roll. We keep giving you passes. Stop. 23. 23. I got a 13. Okay. Again, you sense he's not being forthright. It's okay, Valet. You don't have to say something you don't want to, but just know I'm here to help. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> me, no, don't worry. With, with time, right now, we need to get indoor. What's taking so long? Goes up to the guards again. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna hand you something. Okay, you just um, wait a bit, Malik. Best bite your tongue. We have someone on our way to clarify whether uh, we should be allowing any of you in or not, or at least maybe some of you. Which of you are champions? We all raise. I, I raise my hand. Valak raises his hand. So Valak, anyone else I raise their hand? I saw my similar running. My, I'll okay. hold Valak again. Okay. And, and then Darno kind of slowly raises his hand. Okay. And what about you, Udil? Yeah, same. Okay. A few minutes go by. And, sir comes back with what looks like a tall, burly Kiasi. Shaven head, aside from just a single ponytail that's braided going all the way to the back that splits into two over his shoulders and drapes across his chest. He's wearing a similar garb to the other guards, but or for the other Gorin, except he doesn't have the same weapons. He has no weapons, it seems, on him. And these are the gentlemen who claim that they're champions. And Sarah points to Mirthal. Correct. One. Show me your marks. I already have it out. I have my arm held up. Terracoa. 
and you see he summons what looks like a made of pure nature at creation energy, a replica of your Bane of the Realm Slayer. Oh. And then he points it at Darnum. You. Oh, um, hang on. And you see Darnum kind of open up his jacket and then just and start just unbutton the <clears throat> unbutton the um uh buttons. How did I blank on buttons? Oh my god. <laughs> unbutton his shirt and that's right, no one's ever seen Darnum shirtless before, but the tattoos and you see that line Darn's body in that certain pattern. Okay. Now seem to like over the chest where over where his heart would be, just kind of spiral out into a symbol of Aeotis. Mm. And then just continue to and continue forward. Ah, Aeotis. And you see the Bane of the Realm Slayer transforms into storm energy that resembles your unwasted potential. And he points to Valak. You. Uh Valak will uh show his uh forearm. And you show the symbol of Gracchus, and then he summons an earthen form of the Devastator of Sun. And now you begin to piece together why he doesn't need weapons. He can summon them. And they seem to basically, well, they don't basically, but they are replicas of the very weapons you have. And then he points finally to Udil. Mark. Um, I show him my mark. You never were a champion, <laughs> or you never became a champion, so you don't have a mark. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to play it off, Mike. I bite into my skin and show my... No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> oh my god, it's a curse mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with these guys. Him yeah. and the other one with me. He, he good friend. He help he help us out. He good guy. And I can vouch for that. Give me a persuasion roll. Uh, advantage. Whoever wants to make it can be the one who makes it, but whoever does roll it has advantage because all of you are champions. Um, save for Udil, and you are being forthright about your marks. I don't know it. Okay. Yeah, I, I prefer if you did. Yes. Go ahead, Nathan. All right, that is going to be a 23. Ooh. He doesn't leave your sight. Understood. Understood. How tall is this guy, Mike? This guy is actually about your height, which is strange because, oh. Darnum, you know that Kiasi don't naturally get this tall. Ooh. Yeah. So he's he's definitely you tall in. like Valak. I like it. Maybe one day. Once this is all done, you look like the fighting type. Maybe we'll knock each other's teeth out. Me like that very much. Val holds his fist out. And he does the same exact thing. Yep. <laughs> fist bump. Yep. <laughs> Let them through. Aster, say nothing to me. Please. And then you see Aster just looks at the Gorin, smiles, moves his hand over what looks like his face, and you see a blazon emblem of the king in crimson before him, and the Gorin's eyes widen as they walk past. <laughs> well, as you walk past, rather. And then it disappears. Now it's still off, I see. Well, we just have to make sure they understand royalties here. This is true. Alright. Lead the way. Sorry, mate, no way. So, it's a crater. 
there's nothing left of this town. Where do you guys want to go? I'm assuming the center of the problem we met, so now we're miracle. Go ahead. Because of the of where okay so i should say this it's not a traditional crater where it seems like the epicenter is down right in the middle i should have described this earlier the epicenter seems to be in the far left basically oof, northwest quadrant of what was hopes point bay okay. has, right. has any of us have any of you been here before i have uh, not uh, uh i told you a few days ago remember Udil? well well I, I should say before it got in it got all crystallized or we know when it was still a, a town. I, I have no, me have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is I told you there's circus here, and you think I'm crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. We've established that uh, the circus is here. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and all I want to do is find circus, have fun, find Calgum, punch him in his throat. And that's it. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's simple. And then yet uh, maybe visit Terrorogan. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, you have no idea. Are any of the room, by the way, following us or anything? No, they are not, which okay. I'll let you guys make your own assumptions about that, actually. Hmm. Well, I'm guessing since we're, we're champions, they're just going to give us a wide berth. So, what does the Northwest, when the epicenter this to happen, look like from this distance? It's basically like your typical crater, except the epicenter is in the Northwest quadrant, which you are completely surprised by, because usually it's it's focused at, like, the center. So, whatever impacted or caused this disruption of some kind originated from there, and it's not natural, or was not natural. Um, I need Udil and Balak to give me remembrance rolls. Uh-oh. Simply because this is something you guys should remember, and I feel like you guys aren't remembering it, so I'm going to give you a chance to remember it. All right. Wait, are, are, you mean at the place we're at right now? Yes. Oh, I I know everything about it. I just didn't want to okay. give away anything from our uh, our influence. You're stuff. more than yeah. now. You're more than welcome to discuss certain like not. I had a natural twenty. Oh no, it's a D100 roll. Wait, Mike, are you without saying much? Are, are you talking about like that tower, for example? Yes, yes. You can divulge that if you'd like. Oh, I mean, no, nobody asked, but... <laughs> I mean, they... they oh, Darnum did. <laughs> uh, 70. Okay. So... Uh, go ahead, Ujil. <clears throat> uh, Darnum. Yeah. And, uh, Mirthal. Yes. You, you see that tower? And I, and I point to, well, like, the big, you know... Where you say, you know that tower, you point? There's no yeah. tower there anymore. Wait. Okay. I'll tell him anyway. There, there was a big tower that was in that area. Right. And uh, I discovered something. And what was that? I'm, I'm saying this, by the way, in like whispering to them. So in close proximity. Um, stage whisper. I, I may or may not have uh, snuck in that tower when I was told not to. And uh, I was being followed, and um, I thought I was going to be cornered and killed. There was, like, creatures and stuff in there, and guards and stuff. And uh, let's just say I found a room that had uh, time travel, and I went into the future, like, a day, or no, two days. Wait, hang on, wait, hang on a second. Um, 
Because now, uh, no, 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 you see, you see Darn's like, just try to get a grasp on the idea that time travel exists now, but he's going to have to swallow that for a second so you can finish the story, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm not talking about, like, you know, Marvel time travel, I'm talking about actual, like, you know. No, um, yeah, no, it's, it's actually, like, there was a, po- a door that I ended up taking. And it literally fast forwarded me like two days. So I think they're withholding some stuff here that they're not telling us. So that time of where when epicenters and point to uh, towards the northwest I, is it I, over there. I, I I get I don't know to to you, Mike. I don't know. As you progress, or, as you progress yeah. closer, because I'm assuming you guys are moving while talking. Yeah. Yes. yeah. As you progress closer to where he was pointing and getting closer, that seems to be where the epicenter of whatever thing occurred leveled this entire place. So whatever problem is there is gone. That might be more shape this area then. Now, DM. Yes. With what I'm hearing now, I'm just gonna look at let's look at the ground of the crater. Does it look like it's been scorched or anyway? <laughs> or does it look like someone just just does like someone just uprooted a potted plant? It's just yeah, like the like everything's disturbed, but not because it's been blown up so much as something. There like, is a way for be... you to. There, I, all I'm going to say is there is a way for you to find out. You have the capability of doing so, but I can't tell you because I don't want to be that DM who just babies the player. So. Gotcha. So yeah, a newly acquired ability is all I'm going to say can help you see systems. All right. So I feel like at this point, Darm's not going to realize he's doing it, mm-hmm. but he's going to focus. <laughs> just pretty much like. Listening to Udiel, like I feel like at this point, as the explanation continues, Ud- like Darn's gonna do the the booby style. He's looking from where the center is, looking at the ground, looking at the dirt, seeing the scorch marks, and he's just gonna just keep seeing until he sees. He's gonna see, use his sight to see beyond sight and just utilize his eyes of creation for the very first time. Okay, and as you do so, your vision changes. You see the building blocks of everything around you, the things that make up of the ground, which are consistent. With- now a mix of raw etheric creation energy because of whatever reaction occurred here in conjunction with what be, would be considered earthen or ground-based creation energy. And then where you see in the distance would be the trees, the treetops, for the, uh, the forest canopy. You see what looks like nature creation energy. And as you look in the direction of where this tower Udil claims to have been, you see what looks like a very concentrated level at least within a circle of where this tower was of etheric energy. And as you look down, you see what looks like a humanoid shape in the earth or rather in the ground. Like, but, like literally where I'm standing? Uh, not where you're standing, but where the tower once was at the center of the tower, where the tower once was, you see what looks like a made of with your eyes of creation, etheric humanoid of some kind. Deep underground, about probably six to seven feet. And you just, like, I guess the rest of you see Darm just like, holy shit, what? And just kind of just stumble back a bit, almost, almost losing his balance. What happened, Darm? Hey, Darn, I'm Mirko. Yes. Has nobody told you about this area or what happened yet, or are they keeping it a secret? Um, there's a. There's no, there's no one else is seeing this, right? Seeing what? There's the swirls of, like, it's like the ground and the energy. There's, a, there's a guy buried where the, where the tower is. 
uh, what? I guess we look. You see yeah, nothing. Like <laughs> only Darnum sees this. So. Down here, Darnum. Yeah, I point, like, point it around. Like Darnum's gonna just like just make like just speed up and head towards where the where the tower is. Uh, okay. Darnum, wait. I'll follow him. Okay. Yes, we'll follow him. <clears throat> he, fo you follow him to the point at which he's guiding you. Mm -hmm. And in this motion towards the ground where I've seen this, I've seen his body. Does no one feel any? No, no. Feel anything? No. But if you say he's in the ground, I spit him out. Darnum, you like, okay? Um, I don't quite know. And then Darnum's gonna just shake his head, and he'll turn it off, unexpectedly, like unwittingly turn off. Yep, and your eyes revert back to normal, and what you see is just, you're at the epicenter of where this disaster occurred, or rather, whatever leveled this place occurred, and you just see ground. I'll start getting if okay. it's soft enough and start making yeah. my way through. It is. It, it, it looks like freshly tilled soil, which hey, is another hey, odd thing about it. Hey, hey, hey guys, who, who's in charge around here in terms of this, this land? Uh, right now, it looks like no one. I'm guessing the Kiasi decided to take claim, to lay claim to it. Wait, but it, I feel like that's because they wanted what all the all the crystals that were here, right? Um, I would assume so. Wait, this was to the DM. Yes. It wasn't the, the the guy I spoke to in my personal. He's not here, right? No. Nope. The guy you spoke to, all the Kiasi that you saw here during your interlude? Yes. None of them are here. These are all fresh new faces. So so, so the new faces don't know what's going on, or, or do they, nope. what they're not saying? They, as far as you know, they don't know, or they're trying to keep it under wraps. It's up to you to decide what you think. I'm about to find out. Uh, can I go to the Kiasis and see who's in charge? Yeah, it, it'll take you away from the group, though. Oh well, I'm gonna tell the guys. Hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna find some stuff out and get some stuff settled. If you guys want to come along, or sure, let me just you like you see. Um, yeah, or yeah. What did you should go with him so that it's a shame with him all the time and they can't say anything. Yeah, I feel like let's be. I feel like they were they were looking for an excuse for you to split up on your own deal. They might wanna. No way, Valg watching. Oh, and this should. Yeah, I keep wondering. Okay. Uh, for the sake of easement, Udil, you find, along with Valak, a patrolling at the border, a group of Gorin. What is it that you would like to do? Hey. Hey, guys. Ah. Yes, how may we help you? Um, who's in charge now of this island here? Unfortunately, that information is going to be kept under wraps. We can't exactly let uh, outsiders know Kiasi business. Can I can I mention to him the Kiasi I spoke to? Ah. Well, it would seem you have met who's in charge. Yeah, is, is that person here? No. So who's the second in command, or who's in charge now after him, if he's not here? He's not here right now, but I can go get him for you, should you need me to. Yeah, please. My pleasure, I live to serve. And he rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes off, 
And he goes, keep an eye on him. Champions. Wow. And the Go-Rin, hey, champions matter to the Go-Rin. So. Hey, hey, hey. All, no, no, he's not a champion. I can't, because Udi's not a champion. I can't even say it. He can be one day. Come on, he's trying. He has a chance, yeah. Just pull yourself on your bootstraps, Udi. That's all. Just to slot just opened up, too. Throw you in a bit of lava. Get out. <laughs> a few minutes go by, and then you see the familiar face of the tall, stout Kiasi with no weapons approaches you. <clears throat> what seems to be the problem here? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, is uh, is the man in charge here? He looks at the Kiasi who went to get him. And he looks back at you. Uh, <laughs> wait, be, wait. That would be me. We met literally oh, not oh, more yeah. than a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no well, uh, well, no, I, well, that's not the same guy, Mike, from my interlude, right? No, he's. I told you, you do not see anyone from your interlude here. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, um, what what happened here? Where where was that tower that was here? Tower. Yes, there, there was a tower here. Mm. So you've and been I point, here and before. I yes, I spoke to, you know, I gave him the name. Okay. So if you spoke with Ankar, then you must know Ankar, along with every Kiasi in his stead, are missing, or gone, or dead. Wait, what? We here a couple days ago. I helped dug up that uh, Imperium with the other Kiasi. Well then, you know more than what we do. Once there was a city here, now it's just dirt. And all so, our Kiasi are gone. So you're not, you're not aware of that tower or what was inside of it? Nope, this is the first time I'm hearing of a tower. Well, aside from the fact that there was a tower here. Once. Do you know Ankar's last known location? He blinks a couple times. Here. He was stationed here. Uh, I'm looking over to Valak and whispering. I'm going to say, I don't know if I should mention that thing to him that I saw, if that helps out or I shouldn't. No. Uh, you said, what happened? Do you know? When you got here, Ankar was already gone with other Kiasi. Yes. And now, what you other new Kiasi are here? But what are you guys trying to do? You need help? You want me to dig up on Ethereum, uh, whatever? There isn't any Ethereum to dig up, and we don't know what happened. We're sent here to find out. Literally last night, there was a burst of Ethereum energy. And then, this place was gone. Oh, oh dear. That's a member that saw, saw that light, member. Oh, yeah. And they're just gone? That's sad. We need to find Ankar. Well, if you know where he is, please, by all means, provide us with that information. Otherwise, politely... Do not distract us. 
because we're trying to find him. Yes, we help help each other. Remember, me, Valak, Master of Champions. We help. You really like to give yourself grandiose titles. Yes, with these muscles. You can relate, right? And he flexes. <laughs> you see, he flexes too, and he, he gives the like, not lying look, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, we strong. We, we know how to deal with stuff. We tough. I really like you. The name is Aelin Swiftstrike. And you? Valak. Name's Valak. Go by Master of Champions. <clears throat> stuff like that. <laughs> Ash, that's up for you to do, bro. I, I can't I can't do anything like secret on the side. <laughs> you gotta decide to do what you gotta do. <laughs> On air. No, off air. <laughs> it's it's gonna kill the whole purpose of the uh oh, I, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. It's the it's it's the uh the game you have to play unfortunately. Yeah. Um Alright, well we don't wanna take much of your time, so uh thank you. And we'll let you know if we find anything about Ankar or, or his men. Please do. Yep. Yeah. And you need help. You call Valak. Valak help, okay. And as you depart and head back towards the group, Mirthal, while this conversation is going on, you're mm -hmm. digging. Uh, what are you using to dig? Uh, well, I was using a crowbar, my uh, my extra old weapon that I have, which is a great sword. Within, yes, uh, within the first couple of minutes of seeing this, the breaker kind of puts on like a little smile he just like let you do it for a while just because he got a little kick out of it he goes, oh, hold on you and have a shovel he says I, I have something better and he concentrates his eyes glow red just like the kiosis glow red and the symbol of the king in crimson appears and opens a small what looks like four foot size archi uh, ugh, archway and out emerges what looks like Similar to the construction of his armor, but hounds. Pure black eyes, scolding red. And he goes, boys, help him out, please. And the archway closes, and then the hounds just start digging with all six of their legs. You know, I'm glad you got a kick out of that, but that won't be helpful in here. <laughs> well, remember, you are the students and i am the teacher it's a sure to have a team in that one day if you survive long enough and for the first well, time I'll try my best and not for the first time but you see him crack a smile which is something rare for the breaker given what you know about him mm -hmm. i'll Darn try my best Darnum, what are you doing Garn is just gonna just pace back and forth around where everyone's digging just trying to trying to see what he saw again so you can at least, because he knows there's a he knows there's a body somewhere near here. Mm-hmm. Um, just do you activate your sight again? You know what? Let me. I'll roll for it to see since uh, he's in, since he's not quite aware of what he's doing. Okay. Only to be to only be fair. All right. So yeah, he'll turn it back on. Okay. And like before, you see it at this the center of where this tower was was supposed to be, and. The hounds of a bevelo. Oh, that's an interesting thing. Where you see the hounds, 
you see what looks like a distortion in reality or in the space at which they occupy. It's not made of any sort of etheric energy whatsoever. <laughs> so it's just it's just like heat, like the the, the heat shimmers. It's from like a like a loop, like a mirage. That yeah, pretty much. Okay. Or, you, unsta uh, or unstable molecules, you know, something like that. Uh oh. Yeah. Jordan, I hit an airplane or anything when he's doing this out of curiosity. Are you looking at him? Yeah. They do. There is this purplish hue to them. Interesting. I'm going to activate my eyes into faintness just to see if he's so mount my fate or not. He currently is still. Okay. It's enough. But the chains, well, no. the chains are pockmarked. So. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Good to know. So like and... once I once I see the bodies, I look to motion towards the dogs that I don't see anymore. I was like, I, uh, um, no, it's here. Look, and I just and I was like kneel down to where, like directly over the body and start digging, and just motion to dig towards it. Just yeah, here. And with your guidance, along with the assistance of the hounds, the breaker, and as well as Mirthal and Darnum, if you contribute to digging as well you dig by the time Udil and Valak return you have found what it is under there and underneath all this dirt is what looks like a statue of some humanoid made of pure Aetherian no does it look like anybody we know give me I don't know what this would whether this would be an investigation or perception. I'll let you choose. Uh, I will choose perception and you give me the option. Yeah. So whoever wants to take a look at the statue, perception or investigation. Yeah, I mean, I'll, if I'm I'll go natural, for investigation. Natural 20, 25. Oh, shit. Nice, nice. Okay. You know everything about this statue. <laughs> you know it was manufactured <laughs> in ye old laureate now, huh? <laughs> Made in Taiwan. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's pretty decent. That's nineteen plus twenty-four for investigation. Okay. Uh, what about you, Udil? You said investigation or perception? Yes, sir. Whatever one you prefer. No, wait. Nineteen plus six, twenty-five. Sorry. Okay. Um. I'll do. 16 for perception. Okay, and what about you, Valak? Valak. I had a dirty 25. Okay. So, anyone who rolled 20 or higher can see the physical features of a very familiar Kiasi within this statue. Or, yeah. Does this look like Ankar? Yep. You know that help me. It's literally just it it's a etheric statue that looks like Ankar. As as Ankar. Um that'll go over to go pick him up. No, it, it, it's a statue for sure. Yeah, but... it's it's it you can try I'll, if you want. It's I'll go pick up that statue. Okay. Uh give me <laughs> <laughs> Give me an athletics roll. Darnum, I was curious anyway. She also dies. What happened to him? Nice. 
Darnum, you would know that when a Kiasi passes, they just pass. But again, you've never what? heard of a Kiasi passing of natural causes. You've always heard of because the life expectancy of a Kiasi is unknown throughout the nine realms, mostly because no Kiasi has lived to their full life expectancy. They've either died in battle or they've died doing something stupid like, hey, let me see what this uh, black saltpeter powder does explosion. You know, the invention of um, and so forth, or like, hey, wonder what the wonder if this food is edible, you know, stuff like that. Well, Kiasi, well, from everything that I know, and from Ankar has told me, the ain't the the, the Kiasi are long lived. How long is to you know, to be determined? But when they die, they they just die like you you or I would, and you just leave a body behind. I feel like this is a this is just a statue of Ankar that's been buried. That was buried under where this tower was. I'm gonna use my eye and faintness again. Do I see any chains or anything around the statue? You don't see chains, but with your eyes of the faithless, mm -hmm. you do sense that there's something strange about this statue with those eyes. You can tell that there's it, it responds to your eyes the way a, a sentient creature would. There's something weird. It's almost like this assassin was alive at some point. This Ankar, we need to get him out. Why don't you see him in other kiosks, you know, anything going on? You want me to go and get him while you guys are him? I try something. Hold on a second. Don't move him too hard. You'll look right the crystal. Alec will place the statue that he lifted with two hands. Yeah, <laughs> you, that down. 35. Yeah, I don't have to say it. That 35. Yeah, you got him out. <laughs> um. Hold on. We gonna get see see if this works. Um, Valk will hold out um his hand, mm -hmm. um and put it on the his body. Okay. So endear him and uh use the uh the Rager ability. Oh, okay. Okay. So I need you to give me a D one hundred roll. The higher, the better, good sir. <laughs> oh, 86. Oh. Where are you placing your hand exactly? I got like, I guess it's like the chest. Okay. I should describe that the way this looks, this statue, it looks like he's holding his gut. Like, he might have been stabbed or shot or something. But that's that's what it looks like. It's like it captured his final moments or whatever moment he was caught before, it turned in, before turning into this. Mm -hmm. um, you place it on him. And a strange light emits from your hand. And then you just see what looks like cracks forming along the surface of the statue. And pouring out is similar to a sight that you've seen before. Whoever, whoever has met Meshi of Air, purplish smoke. And it begins oh. to crumble. And as it crumbles, it reveals to you, Darnum, a face you haven't seen in a while. A very young-looking Ankar, younger than when you guys last saw him, and the body just collapses. And is anyone going to try to ca catch it? Okay, I'll catch him. Okay, you catch him easily. Look. And as you do catch him, you do sense the him breathing upon you, but it's very shallow. Oh, hang on. All right, let me just like lay him down and just get my uh, get my get my uh, blah, 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 kit for medicine healing Darn things him. out. Lay him down. Too. He's free now. So. He's dressed as the other Kiasi are, and, or the other Gilrin, I should say, rather. 
And where his abdomen, uh, abdomen is, right, there is what looks like a circular, like, obstruction, or at least was an obstruction, and dried blood. But there doesn't seem to be a, any, on his flesh, it, there doesn't seem to be any sort of piercing or something like that. I'll pass random potion of healing. Here, maybe this will help. Alright. Well, let's, uh, let's do a bit of quick triage to, to, to Ankar. Go ahead, give me a medicine roll. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I did one of these for someone who wasn't who didn't pick a fight on their own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thirteen plus eight, twenty-one. Okay. <clears throat> you don't see anything wrong with him. Just that he's unconscious right now. Hmm. He doesn't seem to be well hurt. And I'll just like move his hands from like from where his hands were holding his gut. If there's if there's anything there, like I said, there's just nothing, no wound or anything. Nothing there for is, no, nothing for shoot. But there is dried blood around where the uh, where the wound should be. I just like quick with a quick pass over with my hand. With my hand, does it feel like there's anything under his skin? Any any like any hard like any hard protrusions or anything? No, nothing. Hmm. Obstensively, he seems fine. But to be on the safe side, I'll just take the potion that... Mirafal. Okay. Hi, boy. <laughs> I, am, I am just off my game tonight. That Mirafal has... And just, uh, just, I'll just, I'll just uh, very carefully feed it to him. Okay. You carefully make sure that he drinks and doesn't choke on the potion. Uh, what type of potion yes. is it? Regular? It's your right, you're hearing potion. Okay. Uh, who's... So I would let you roll for that, Darnum. All right. So that's just two d four plus two, I believe. And that would mean correct two d four plus two. Hey, I remembered off the top of my head. That that's gonna be three plus one is four plus two is five. No, six. Oh, I, I almost I put shit in front of everybody. Damn. <laughs> six points <plus> healing. <laughs> His while it isn't enough a lot. His breathing does get slightly better. Not much, but slightly better. He is still unconscious. Okay, so he's still oh. unconscious. Oh, we need to bring him to the captain. No, um, he, 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 you no, guys no, know, no. you guys know I can heal him up for like 60 HP if you need. Oh. Well, Darnum doesn't know that because he hasn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. But the rest of them do, so they should have said something. Well, I didn't know he could do that either. I can't Please. say anything. I'm just if kidding. you if you heal him, by all means, you can do. I mean, uh, 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 I can do lay on hands, right? I think. Yeah. Mike? Yeah. How many hit? How many hit points? Uh, it goes up to sixty HP. Okay. Do you want to expend all sixty or thirty? Yeah. Why or... not? Okay. You expend all sixty. Yep. I'll do a longer after later on. His eyes open slightly, and you see. As soon as he does so, his eyes are different, Darnum. You you know Kiasi, and the eyes of the Kiasi that you saw earlier were not like this. His eyes are actually radiating, or almost like seething what looks like red energy of some kind, or smoke. Um, give me a remembrance roll. Uh-oh. What all zeros is 
100 or zero? I'm going to count it as 100. So I'll take that 100. Okay. I know everything about what these eyes mean now. <laughs> Color reminds you of what's referred to as slagging. It's what happens to an Aetherian when they die. But you've never seen a Chaosi emit this type of energy. Is, is he conscious? He's in a state of consciousness. He's not he's saying anything, but he, his eyes um, are barely open. Just give him I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to say everyone just take a, take a, just start, start moving back, please. Everybody move back, 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 back. <laughs> give him some more backup. Backup! And you just see Darna like get very like, like a very stern, like very stern with Valak, which is which would be very unusual for Valak because Darna isn't, especially the back, he doesn't do that. Smart muscle said back up. Come on. A few minutes go by, and nothing happens except for Ankar's eyes open fully. He stands very shakily, and he looks at Darnum. Ah, Adam. How are you? And then he falls forward again. <laughs> and then I just, I'll, I'll, I'll just try, I'll try to catch him before he falls flat on his face. You catch him easily enough. You are you all? Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm better than you, it seems. I guess you must be dead too. I'll just look around. Considering, considering the eyes of creation is still going, does anything else look weird about anything else I'm staring at now? You see the energy emitting from Ankar's eyes is raw etheric energy. Well, good news is I'm not dead, which in turn means you're not. But you definitely did something. Last I remember, we were... Besieged by Calgrim's forces. And then I was shot. And that was it. Calgrim was here? No, no, not Calgrim. His forces. They oh. were here. I'm well, if they were here, they're gone now. As well, along with all of Hope's Point Bay. I need to get back to the Kiasi. They're already here. Then why are we wasting time? I need because to you're, walk. Because it looks like you're, for lack of a better term, slagging right now. And then be a friend and help me out. Hey, don't hey, worry. I just, I'll pick right. you up. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, I'm Carol, what's up? Oh, dear. You. Treacherous bastard. <laughs> what have I been missing when I'm not around? I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm gonna have a talk with Ankar, I guess, while we're moving him. Okay, uh, who's helping support Ankar? Because he's walking like uh, someone Valak using their legs for the first time. Him up. Okay, Valak. Are you actually carrying him? Yes. Oh shit. This is like, yes. like, like, like bodyguard style, just straight up, just. Or, or, uh, officer and a gentleman, put your gear. No, like, I have both arms just holding, make sure he's comfortable and stuff. You know? Okay. Uh, give me an athletics roll. The, the, the save for this is not going to be high. The check for this is not going to be high. 
Right. Is it gonna be for Germanics? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, effortlessly. God damn. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I I toss him in the air and spin him around before I catch him. You start doing some swing dancing. No. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna talk with Anchor. Okay. Um. What are you gonna ask him? And maybe he'll be able to answer. <laughs> I'm gonna say Anchor. I don't want to bother you too much since. You, you're in a state of uh, you're in a bad state, but um, what what happened exactly? Cause there was that big tower that was right there. Come on. As I stated before, we were besieged by Calgon's army, or part of it at least. We repelled them as long as we could until they cornered us in the tower, and I saw a face. A dead face. He looks at Darnum. It was Alan. And you know Alan as Alan Eddard Stone, by the way, Darnum. Uh, Alan Eddard Stone was a human who basically became friends with um, Ankar after what was referred to as the, uh, I think it was the Eddard Rebellion. If I'm not mistaken, I have to double check my notes. And basically, uh, Ankar was ba able to quell this uprising without any loss of life whatsoever. And being impressed by doing so, <clears throat> Alan gave Ankar his signature firearm that he was known for using. And about how long ago was this? Oh, this is... You would know Alan's supposed to be dead. He died of natural causes. Yeah. He died of old age. Because he was just a human. So. Right. And you're... And you said you saw... You definitely... That's... You're, you can't be mistaken. You definitely saw Alan, right? And yes, it, it looked like Alan. And uh, he, he shot me. And that was it. Guys, we should give him his space. He needs to heal up. Ankar, Valor, take care of you. Don't worry. We'll bring you over. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, there's nothing he can he does to this. Like he's he's too weak for this. So um, well, he's being he's being carried away. <laughs> yes. Um, I I need to be truthful with you. I know you were at the tower. E yes. Why is it that at least not me, but why is it that you didn't tell these champions here, my friends, that there was some secret technology that you had up there for time travel and that you didn't tell tell no one we didn't know until we found it it's not our doing it would seem whatever transpired here was what resulted in that tower in creation it's gone though see i look over to darnum and mirthos and i'll say see i told you i, I was telling the truth I never I didn't, you for a moment. Yeah, I didn't doubt you on that. Yeah, you know, it's more of like it was more just just taking in the notion that time travel is in fact real, which is one of the many things I've come to hey, discover it, while it, it was, eating all of it. It was more believable than a than a poster talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Hey, I mean, yeah, he's, okay, he's there. That's it. I'm going to clown college. <laughs> but most we gotta let him heal up, guys. Hold on. Only one uh, more uh, wait, hang on a second. Um, 
uh, Ankar, did you tell anyone else about 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 this tower before before um In what before <laughs> before Calgum's forces like encounter like got got the drop on all of you? No. Did you report this back to anyone? No, the only one who knew were higher ups within the Kiasi nations, myself and my garrison, who are all but I'm assuming gone. Hmm. I mean, if Nelson came, why wouldn't they come at a whole point bay? They must have a mole in the Kiaki government. Potentially, but highly unlikely. The Kiasi hate, and I mean hate, Calgrim. Well, it doesn't mean they wasn't Kiasi themselves. Your friend was supposed to mean that he came back. And shot you. Many things are possible. Now, now hang on a second. Um, Udiel, would you would you, for lack of a better term, jumped into the future? How did that happen? Well, as well, I looked at Ankar because I'm like, well, as I snuck in when he told me not, <laughs> when he told me not to, um, I was being cornered, but because uh, I guess the creatures in there. You know, the guards knew I was there, and I thought I was being sneaky. And I got, I got stuck on a on a on a floor where there were only two doors, I guess. And I went into one of the doors as a last resort, besides jumping off the side of the tower <laughs> or getting <laughs> or getting captured by them or killed. So I just took that door, and boom, I teleported, and I ended up in the city. And Ankar, when you were cornered by Calgon's forces. Did you happen to pass through a door of some sort? Anything similar? No, I was shot, and last I recall, that was it. Hey, when was the last time you seen Alan? His funeral. Uh, and you saw the body during the funeral? Yes. I, I'm surprised, Ankari. Besides your higher-ups, and technically when I found out, why don't you take one of the doors to time travel if you were in, in there and you were cornered? Because being a Gorin, I understand that Iternaok is not someone you anger. Yeah, because when I, I, I know when I found out, um, I was shocked. I was like, what the hell? I was, I time traveled like two days and I was like freaking out and I told, uh, what's his name? Um, the Valak about it, and he didn't believe me at first, but... We didn't bother to go through any of the doors, but seeing as how you did, I guess that is what they did. Yeah, I can I can guarantee you it works, yeah. Well, it did. The tower's gone now. I, uh, I think we missed some big questions here. Ankar, remember you sent, uh, you sent me Udia to Bevelo. How many days was it after? Ah. Time functions differently in the Bevelo. <sighs> Probably not more than maybe a couple days, maybe. Yeah, like like you know, in this world right now, from like when you when you sent us there to like when we just found you now. Well, when you got shot. A couple days, a few at most, two, three. Two, three. Okay. Good. Good to know. You guys hear that? Two, three days. 
That's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's a bit concerning. A lot happened in, in the last three days. I can imagine you went to a Bevelo. I, I inadvertently stopped, uh, I only stopped Calgon from receiving potentially an army of ravenous creatures to bolster his army. I don't want to imagine what he can do with, the, with, with anything that's capable of propelling him backwards or forwards in time. We need to get Ankar healed up more first. That's important. Also, we need to find out what's going on with... Because right now, you are just... Like, if not if not for my eyes doing the thing they're doing, I would have sworn you were just an Ethereum. Who? Oh. Ankar. 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 This is troubling. We need to report back to the Kiasi Nations. They must know of what happened here. That's why we're going now. Yep, we're, we're, bring, we're bringing you back to... Who's the guy in charge? I'll bring them to you. Be right back. I'm going to have Alan over to that patrolman unit. Okay. You bound over. Are you bounding back or? I'm going to wrap the leader. I'm going to come with me and cars over there. I'll bound him back. Okay. And wait, so you're bounding Ankar with you to him or? I didn't do that. Or are you just, are you bounding the guy you're trying to get? Outrad Mallet and uh Ankar out Mallet the moment there. Okay. I guess we're walking. I guess we're I guess the rest of us walk then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's open space. You can see us now. And so you just showing off. You take, you take Valak and Ankar and you bound with them. And you mm-hmm. teleport or bound rather in front of Ayland Swift Strike. Ankar. See, Alan, I told you we find him. Quickly. Come on. And you see if you follow him. And Darnum and Udil arrive moments later. Arrive over at this tent. Here. Rest him here. Valk puts him down. What happened, Ankar? And that is where we'll pick up next time. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am so glad to be back. I was not expecting you guys to ho- go to Hope's Point Bay. Uh- <laughs> it was like, oh, man, that giant explosion. Oh, what else is going on? <laughs> I mean, there's plenty else going on. There yeah. is, there is. Hey, there is. Did, somebody, did somebody say the circus? <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Not going to lie. I'm just going to give this as a, a hint to the audience. There are two people in this party that can could have activated that story hook. And until they do, that story hook probably won't go fulfilled otherwise. <laughs> Don't worry. It's still sitting, it's still sitting in my breast pocket. Yep. Just waiting for things to go wrong for me. Don't oh, worry. <laughs> oh God, it's Pennywise. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but you, but instead you see, uh, it's actually Frank Footer instead. No. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's like Pennywise and Rainbow Fishnet. No. Um, uh, I don't know how to feel about any of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for joining me. We were joined today at this table by the champion Mirthal, played by Ernie. Have a good night, everyone. We have Darnum, played by Vashon, or Vash. Hi, nighty-night, ladies and gentlemen. Udio, played by the lovely Ash. Have a good night. It was fun. And last but not least, we have Valak, played by Supreme Master Breaker of Champions, JB. Have a good night, y'all. Until next time, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>